Hashtag SFMBTH. Well, we're in conversation next with uh, Nomusa Dubemnube, who is the Premier of uh, KwaZulu Natal, but speaking to her as uh, the co chair of the Under Two Coalition, which uh, KwaZulu Natal is a co chairing, which is a network of state and sub national uh, governments that are having discussions uh, and uh, discussions around the impacts of uh, climate change. So the Premier of KwaZulu-Natal, Nomusa Tuvengube, has called for the urgent and collective ad- uh, action, meaningful funding and implementation of uh, commitments to respond to the climate change impact. Uh, the Premier was engaging with various strategic alliance partners at the 2023 Climate Week that is currently underway in New York. The Climate Week is the 15th year now and is regarded as the largest annual climate event of its kind and she now joins us um, on the line. Premier, good uh, afternoon. Thank you so much for making time for us. So one of the major issues that has come up even leading up to um, the United Nations General Assembly as well as um, the the climate, as well as uh, the 2023 Climate Week was the issue around um, funding, funding for the transition from fossil fuel to greener energy. And the point that was made by the minister in the presidency, in Kubunzo Chaveni, uh, last week, is a big concern that the funding that is coming is coming in the model of debt instead of it being a grant that is given to countries that have been um, bearing the brunt of the impact of climate change. Yes, um, good afternoon, um, Adrian, and to the listeners. Um, uh, of course, uh, to us as, as Guazulu Natal, but also in Africa that we are representing um, we, we do wish, uh, first of all, to send our condolences and our message of support to all the families who've lost their lives um, recently and, and their businesses uh, uh, due to unfortunate uh, freak uh, tidal wave. But this also then tells us that um, um, the changing in the weather patterns is going to be more frequent, it's going to be more devastating, and in that regard, we need then to ensure that our mitigation factors our early warning systems um, are in place, uh, but also the training of our communities in terms of what it is that we can do in case uh, when these disasters struck. But all of that, um, Adrian, um, cannot happen when we do not have funding to implement tangible projects um, that must then uh, deal with the, with, the, with the impact and the problems that our people are facing. We also, Adrian, talking about the fact that our people still do not have water. Our people still do not have, you know, um, adequate, fun- I mean, houses uh, with the huge unemployment in South Africa in particular. Um, how do you talk to people about um, the climate change and, and, and how they should behave uh, when they do not even have basic needs? Um, so that also talks to the funding that you're talking about, that you know, we hosted a climate change, uh, you know, meeting COP17 in 2011 as KwaZulu-Natal. Now we are in COP28, 29, but we are not seeing all the funding commitments and the pledges that are made by the heads of state. So as sub-national or, 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 or regional governments and local governments, we're really now calling for accountability that uh, where is accountability in terms of um, heads of states and, and, and governments not, you know, uh, following through to the commitments that they make in, in all these forums that they are meeting at. 
And how do you hold them accountable? It's another point that the president raised even yesterday during his, uh, he, during his address to the uh, General Assembly. How do you get there? Because there are all of these commitments that are being made at these multi multilateral um, national events that are taking place. Uh, if we speak about um, the COPs as well that have been taking place, all of these commitments that are being made. But what mechanism is there to hold um, these these states um, liable and accountable? And also looking at the timeframes in which those monies should be released. Mm. Definitely. One of the difficulties that has been happening, Adrian, is that when the heads of state meet, uh, they meet around the table themselves without us as, as regions or as local municipalities. We don't sit at the same table so that we can uh, then be able to say, how do you account for one, two, three? Now, we're calling for, for an equal representation on the table of the heads of state. So that even when they draft, um, you know, those uh, commitments uh, that they put on the table, we are able to say, no, but wait, you did, you did the same thing last year in the COP18 or in the COP29. How do you then repeat the same commitments? Uh, but we can only do that when we are in the same forum as, as, as the heads of state, when we're in the same table. So first of all, we're calling for the equal representation of the voice of the subnational at the same table as the heads of state. Secondly, we are saying uh, probably we need to put more pressure on our own states. For instance, I'm from South Africa. I'm from Africa. How do we then say to our African uh, heads of state, can we sit down with you in South Africa and say, Please, can you account as to what it is that you committed yourself or heads of state that were sitting with you committed themselves in the last meeting? How do you make sure that what commitments were made are actually realized? And we need to do that ourselves because we cannot do it there because we're not part of those meetings that are held by the heads of state. The second thing is that as citizens, because as regions and local uh, municipalities, we work with communities directly. We need to put pressure in our own government as civil societies to say, you go to those things, you, you spend a lot of money discussing, uh, maybe it's about time that we stop these uh, discussions and come back and say, what do we do here in our own areas, here in Soweto, here in Mbali? What can we do instead of, you know, talking globally, but not actually doing anything about our rivers, how our rivers are dirty, how our environment is polluted every day by businesses that are not even held accountable for that. I was in a meeting with uh, some of the subnational and the governors, the governor of California, the governor of, um, of, of Scottish, um, you know, government, Sao Paulo, and we are saying we've, uh, we are one of the states that have had serious and devastating, you know, um, disasters in our countries. Why don't we sit down and share our experiences? Let's share our own resources. Let's have the learning platform. Let's do maybe our own, you know, assessment and, and learning from each other. Let's uh, also mobilize our businesses within our own uh, states and regions to fund some of the initiatives that we want to see happening in our states and subnationals. Thank you so much for your time. That is uh, the Premier of KwaZulu-Natal, Nomusa Dubengube, joining us uh, from uh, the United States. And this is where the uh, 2023 Climate Week is underway in New York City.